Hey, what's up, everybody? You're listening to the Enterprise Architecture Radio. If you're thinking about organizational complexity and agility, if you're concerned about operational efficiencies and are thinking of taking it to the next level, if managing innovation is one of your priorities, you have come to the right place. On this podcast, we talk about all of that and more. It's a jungle out there, and we will attempt to navigate this jungle of frameworks, methods, and most importantly, enterprise architecture in practice. Some of the very interesting questions that I get from time to time is, what are the career opportunities of an enterprise architect? What are the job titles that you can get if you are a TOGAF certified enterprise architect? And what is the value proposition? And how can you contribute to the industry as an enterprise architect? A very close friend of mine seems to think that I should not be sharing my story of how I became an enterprise architect on my podcast. And the reason is that the story is a little bit funny and it makes me look not so good. So I was a programmer when I started my career. I started with Java programming and then moved on to .NET programming and then fell in love with Microsoft.NET technologies. I had read a beautiful book called Component Object Model by Don Box, and I somehow developed a liking for all Microsoft technologies. And I also had the, the ambition to someday work for Microsoft. And I did get the opportunity to work for Microsoft. And then after a few years there, I got an opportunity to work as an enterprise architect. And this is where it makes me look bad. When I interviewed for that role, I wasn't sure what enterprise architecture meant. I had a very different vision of what enterprise architecture is. I thought an enterprise architect is, well, a software architect who basically designs enterprise applications. And I've talked about this in my first episode. So. I interviewed for this role, and interestingly, the interviewer who had interviewed me for this role also had a similar vision. He also thought that an enterprise architect is a senior architect who works on really large enterprise applications. I got through the interview. I got my job as an enterprise architect. And then once I started having discussions with the leadership team about what my role entailed, it turned out that the definition of enterprise architecture was a little bit different. In that organization, which was a financial services organization, by the way, there had been many, many mergers recently. You know, when I joined the organization just before that, they had gone through a, a number of mergers and acquisitions and, and divestitures and what have you. And, and the entire landscape had become extremely complex. And they had come to realize that because of the extreme complexity, the costs of assets were going up, the operational costs were going up because they were not being able to keep track of where the money is being spent. And they wanted somebody to have a big picture view of everything that we are doing within IT. That's where my journey of enterprise architecture started. So I've, after that, I have held a couple of titles. I, have, I started as an associate architect, went on to become an enterprise architect and then a senior architect. And then you know I went back to the title of engineering manager um, and then uh, associate director and then director. But even through all these titles, my role has more or less remained the same. I have been an enterprise architect. So an enterprise architect is a mindset, I would say. It is a role in which your vision is widened. You get to see a lot more than what, you, what, what you're just doing. 
you look at it from a business perspective, you look at it from a strategic perspective, you look at it from a a, a bigger picture view uh, to understand where the organization is going and what are the things that we can do to improve the efficiencies and the effectiveness of the organization. You get to study the blueprint of the organization and see where the gaps are and where improvements can be made. You work with the senior leadership team on strategic programs where, where you help the leadership team with the necessary business intelligence to take decisions about the organization's direction. Now, let's talk about what is the contribution that an enterprise architect makes. Now, if you really think about it, what is the job of any leader within any organization? It is to make sure that the organization meets its objectives most efficiently and effectively and as quickly as possible, right? So if it's a healthcare organization and their objective is to provide healthcare to their patients, to their customers in the safest possible way, then the job of any business leader within the organization, whether you're in IT or whether you're in HR or whether you're in you know, one of the therapeutic areas or what have you, is to be able to do that, to be able to enable the organization to provide good healthcare. If you're a financial services organization, the objective is to to provide investment opportunities to your customers in the safest possible way and making a profit while doing that. And again, the job of a business leader, whether you're in HRIT or what have you, is to enable the organization to do that, to create good investment opportunities. To So if you're in IT, you would probably, and if you're in infrastructure, you'd probably build the most efficient infrastructure for all the applications within the organization that would eventually enable the the business stakeholders to use those applications and provide good investment opportunities to their customers. If you're in HR, you hire the best people, you provide the best employee benefits so that those people will eventually provide fantastic investment opportunities for their customers. If you are in, I don't know, transactional banking, for example, then you provide the best and so on and so forth. So any business leader, no matter which the role is, their primary purpose is to have a bigger picture view about the organization and uh, to enable the organization to achieve its objectives in the best possible manner. Now, as an enterprise architect, what it does is it, it elevates you from your current role and gives you a wider view of the organization, about the industry, about you know various technologies, about the enterprise and so on, so that you can be an effective business leader. And that is how enterprise architecture helps you in building your career. So when you start thinking about enterprise architecture, don't think about it from the perspective of uh, job titles, right? Understand that doing enterprise architecture, or studying enterprise architecture, or doing a TOGAS certification will provide you a wider perspective, which will basically make you a, a better business leader. Now, which brings me to a very interesting question. Who is enterprise architecture for? What are the prerequisites for you to do TOGAF certification or Zuckman certification or you know, whichever it is that you're interested in? There is a common view that enterprise architecture is for the people within information technology. And while it is true to a certain extent, uh, simply because the skills required to be a very good enterprise architect are you know, uh, naturally existing 
when you are an IT engineer, right? Because of the documentation that you need to, uh, as a part of the grind work, or you know the tools and the technologies that you need to understand and all of that. But it is not necessarily always true. I know a lot of uh, business leaders within my organization, for example, um, who on a regular basis contribute to the reorganizations, to the uh, to the mergers and acquisitions, to the you know innovation strategies or what have you. And I think that if they would have done a TOGAT certification or a ZACMAN certification, they would have a more systems thinking view to restructuring the organization. They would look at business capabilities of the organization. They would look at potential futuristic business capabilities of the organization, keep all of those in mind, and design the organization accordingly. From time to time, we see business leaders change, right? And every business leader comes with a different perspective. You know, some business leaders want the organization to be decentralized so that independent decisions can be taken in the fringes of the organization or at the far ends of the organization. There are other business leaders who want everything to be centralized. They don't want any decisions to be taken anywhere outside, and they want to control all the decisions at the center. I'm not going to take sides. I'm not going to say this is better or that is better. All I'm going to say is that lately we see that organizations go through large structural transformations every three to four years because the shelf life of a business leader, whether it's a CIO or a, or a CF or a CEO for that matter, has reduced to four to five years, which means that every time a new CEO or a CXO comes in, we see large transformations within the organization. Now, considering all these business leaders, whether or not they are in IT, if they would have done enterprise architecture, the basic tenets of efficiency of the organization would remain the same across multiple leaders. They would understand the core tenets of how the organization can grow and get better over a period of time, right? Um, and a lot of rework could be saved. So what does enterprise architecture give you? It gives you the strategic big picture vision that a business leader needs to, to give direction to the organization and to make it more effective and efficient. And that's how enterprise architecture helps. And that's why I want more and more people, whether you are within IT or whether you are in the business side, to understand the concepts of enterprise architecture, come together as a community and, you know, and, and develop yourselves to become better business leaders so that tomorrow when you grow into a more leadership role, you already understand the basic tenets of enterprise architecture. You can contribute better to the organizations and which eventually contributes to the industry as a whole. That's all I have for you today, folks. I hope you enjoyed the show. More about organizational agility, innovation, and enterprise architecture in the practical world, in the business, right here on the show. But before I end the show, I want you to help me out with this one little thing. Pause the show and share this podcast via WhatsApp or a text message with just one person who might be interested in these topics. It could be anyone, your colleague, your boss, someone in your team. That's all I want. Just one share with one message via text or WhatsApp or what have you. And it would go a long way in supporting us and growing our listener base. Also, please don't forget to follow the podcast. That way, you'll get notified when we publish a new episode. If you want to find out more about us, you can visit us at enterprisearchitectureradio.com. 
If you have ideas, thoughts, disagreements, please feel free to write to me directly. We also have a Telegram group if you'd like to contribute to the EA discussions or whatever. Uh, just search for Enterprise Architecture Radio on Telegram or the URL to join the group is https colon slash slash t.me slash enterprise architecture radio. While our contact details are there in the show notes, it's very easy to find us really. Uh, just search for Enterprise Architecture Radio anywhere. Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, Clubhouse, anywhere. And you'll find a way to get in touch with us. Once again, I hope you had fun and I'll see you in the next one. Thank you.